Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm Gray Fox. No, I'm Gray, I'm Gray Fox. Oh, sorry. If everybody can, if you can't see the leather jacket. You can hear it. Enough, enough, enough. <laughs> It's okay, so so, strange. so I think, and and again, if you're watching this, um, we apologize. Yeah, Bob's wearing. A, he'll share what it is in just a second, and I'm just wearing a T-shirt. Actually, it's designed by my nephew. It says "Happy the People" from Psalm 144. And there's they're cross country skiing. Yep, he did he did the artwork himself. Actually, he's really talented. So he should won. we put his website up? Yeah, or something? yeah, that'd be great. That'd what be is great. it? Happy the People. Oh, that's what it's I think called? it's called HappyThePeople.com. Yeah, it's it's part of the story, just about. In his own life, and he's still young, but just coming to understand more deeply, yeah, happiness is in the Lord and only in the Lord. So he, he's he got a design company called Happy the People, and it's great, which, yeah, I'm really proud of him. Uh, so, but why I'm dressed like this, because nobody <laughs> ever sees me in a T-shirt, That's right? true. In a T-shirt and jeans is, uh, so I, I guess on Saturday, I had this inspiration. Yes. And I called Bob. I said, Bob, what if... We start the podcast on Monday morning, do the beginning of it, stop, go to the movie Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, and then come, Maverick! Back, come back and finish the, the podcast. And this was the quote, that is the best idea you have ever had, <laughs> which bothered me a little bit. Right, you haven't had many good so ideas. So just so you so. know, if you're, yeah, if you're watching and you're listening, this is going to be kind of a silly podcast, but... It's Memorial Day when we're recording. Um, it's kind of a quiet day around the friary, so we thought this would be kind of fun. So this is what we're doing today. Right. So we're going to uh, our we're, we're we're pausing our regular uh, petitions of the Our Father podcasts. Yep. And you know, this weekend also we're going to have while we're talking about it uh, a very cool and unusual podcast. Yep. We're going to have our first guest. I know this is interesting. Ever. I know on the podcast. I wonder if Heather knows that. We'll tell like her. This, she's the first ever. All right. The next podcast is going to be called They That Abide Together in Hope. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this weekend is the Power and Purpose Conference, which I'm really excited yeah, about. Yeah, it should be great. And um, in the midst of that, we are going to do a workshop where we're going to record the podcast live in front of an audience. It won't be actually live. You'll get it later recorded. But um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. That should be fun. Yeah. So, so that's why we're dressed like this. And we thought we would actually spend a minute because... A lot of people ask me, Father Dave, do you always wear your habit? And the question is, no, I don't always wear my habit. I probably wear my habit 90% of the time. But like when, when Bob and I go out to a movie every now and then, I don't necessarily wear my habit. Um, when I'm on vacation with my family, I don't necessarily wear my habit. So I don't always wear it. But it's still sometimes I've met people, you know, been somewhere like, I don't know where, because I almost always do. But yeah. somebody says to me, oh, I'm not used to seeing you in clothes. And I said, maybe we could rephrase that just a bit, right? <laughs> now, is that part of the vows that you're, like, how does that work? When there, there are of- actually, there, there are not any laws, regulations about, about when you wear your habit or where you don't wear your habit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so again, most of the friars wear their habit, you know, when they're on campus, when they're doing ministry. But like, if I'm out get, going, getting a workout, I'm not going to wear my habit. We went to a baseball game the other day, it was... 80 degrees outside, sunny, it was hotter than that. You know, I'm not going to wear my habit with something like that. So there's not a rule or regulation, you know. I remember one time Father Mike was in a phase where he was wearing the white habit yeah, in yeah. summers. Yeah. Because that was like, I guess, the thing they... The, the friars in Brazil and maybe India wear a white habit. Yeah, yeah just because of the heat. Yeah, I'm going to India in June and somebody asked me if I'm going to wear a white habit. I said, I don't have a white habit, but maybe I can find one. I'm yeah. sure somebody can borrow you. 
Yeah, but it is, it is, it is, it, there's just kind of some things that some people say, it, it's interesting, just other, you know, pr- priests or their friends. Uh, I remember one young priest saying, you know, I'm never going to go out ever with, unless I'm dressed like a priest. And if, if that's what you call to do again, most of the time I am, but if that's what you called never go out, he's, that's fine. And that lasted not very long because he, he realized <laughs> right. sometimes it's just not really practical yeah. or, yeah, so it's, it's something that, I guess a, it's not even a personal preference because I, I sense that the Lord wants me to do this. So and, and it's I wear my habit because of the sign and the symbol. But the other thing about the habit that's interesting when I fly, I actually wear my cleric's address as a priest. Okay, because so you don't wear the 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 habit. Okay, right? Because a couple of reasons. When people don't know what it is, like I've had when I've been in my habit, people ask me some really strange questions or or perhaps think I'm Muslim or something like that. Yeah. So when I'm flying, I dress it as a priest in my clerics. Also, there's just some practical reasons that I'm not going to get into. Uh, they're just more. It's it's a lot easier. <laughs> if they're going to frisk you at TSA, it's a let, little let me just say yeah yeah yeah. Habit, yeah 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 yeah. There's a lot of there's two <laughs> other reasons that I'm not going to get into. But but what about you? Like so. Some diocese uh, uh, deacons cannot wear clerics. Oh, right, yeah. So how does that work for you? Well, in the Diocese of Steubenville, uh, we are supposed to wear our clerics when we are doing diaconal ministry. So, uh, for example, if I am... And some of it's, again, kind of an optional thing, too. Like, if I'm celebrating Mass, I could, you know, could be wearing my clerics. I try to do it for Sundays, you know, for weekday masses, I mean, I'm I'm covered in investments anyway, so right, it's right, not as right, the people right. see that. Uh, hospital visits, it's always really good to wear clerics at hospital visits because sure. they let you right through the sure, door immediately sure. without asking anything about it. Um, you know, if I'm, I, I've actually had a little bit of a, what should I do now when I'm hired to give talks and do preachings? Like if I'm doing a parish mission, should I be wearing my clerics? Because preaching is a diaconal ministry, even though it's something I did before I was a deacon. So there's some gray area with that. Um, But then sometimes I find myself like I actually decided I was I was speaking for a theological institute in Arizona. So I said, okay, I'll wear my clerics for that. And in Arizona, they deacons do not wear clerics. Okay, and so they were looking at me like. Deacons don't wear clerics here. And I said, well, my other outfit is a penguin's jersey. Yeah, so this is so what you got. This is, this is what you got. But they weren't too fussy about it. It is an interesting thing as I've traveled around. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like it's really divisive as if people get hot under the collar about it. But No pun I, intended. Hey, actually, I didn't yeah, mean yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's still early in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I'm sweating in this leather jacket. I know, I know. Um, but... Um, you know, the question of whether and whether or not deacons can wear clerics, I, I fall on the side. I actually like what our diocese does. I think that's the right policy. Okay. When you're doing a diaconal ministry, you should wear it. And when you're not, you're not. Yeah. Uh, some people are always concerned when they see a deacon wears clerics, and they'll say, well, that's kind of confusing because they think you're, you're a priest. I love Deacon Dominic Serrato, who <laughs> was uh, from our diocese and is now in Joliet. He says, he says, it's not about being confusing, it's about being clarifying. I mean, I was actually just in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So it's about being clarifying. <laughs> hey, dude, you're rocking yeah, it yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was, at a, I was at a parish this weekend in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and the seminarian came and gave a talk, um, and he was wearing a collar. Yeah. Right? So it's not necessarily always a, sta- you know, and he's not even ordained yet. So right, right. Uh, I think it's something the church has, is figuring out and, and doing things with. But um, it was, yeah, it was interesting when I was in China. Uh, I was able to go a couple of times, and 
I'm working with the underground church. So when I went to China, I just wore, you know, regular shirt and, yeah. and pants and that kind of thing. And I must say, it was an interesting, having been a priest for so long, it was an interesting thing doing ministry, not dressed as a priest, not mm. in clerics, not in a habit, just, and there was something about it that I found, I actually ended up praying quite a bit about it. Because the habit or the clerics, they're either appealing like people come to it because, or it can be divisive depending right. on what the person's experience or the group of people's experience of that. And and there is a way that we again, I, I love the habit. So, but there, we we put that on, and it it defines us in some way. It defines me. But to have that all taken away and just do ministry, just t-shirt, you know, yeah, jeans, a little weird. It, yeah, but it was actually something beautiful about it. There mm. was, I don't know, I just I found myself really touched by that whole experience of, of just kind of dress like them, look like them. It, it was something, it was, it was kind of cool. I don't know why I thought about that, but it was. I had the opposite experience at the beginning of this year. I went up, I went down to Texas to uh, help have conversations with evangelicals in young life about how Catholics and Protestants can minister together. And it was a five-day series of talks, and I think I was on day three or four. And, um, you know, so the whole time I'm just wearing regular clothes. Right. But when I... The day it was for me to give my talk, I was and I was really praying about this, and I thought, okay, I'll do this. I I wore my clerics, right. which is a little weird in an evangelical right, situation. Yeah, sure, sure. But Try you know, in your habit, in that. Yeah, yeah, right. But what I was doing that day was my my mission that day was to represent the teaching of the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah. And there I was as a representative of the Catholic Church, yeah. and it was cool. It, it actually I felt like there was, uh, I mean, the the symbol of the cleric is so powerful. You know, the clerics rather right. is is so powerful and, and identifiable. And identifiable. That's one of the reasons why when I fly, I wear my clerics because it's more identifiable. And so when I'm able to talk about, uh, you know, the church is teaching on ecumenism, for example, and how we all are brothers and sisters in Christ and we all share the same baptism. When I'm saying that wearing my clerics, there's a there's an authority to mm-hmm. that in mm-hmm. that sense. And then when I'm able to say that, you know, particularly for those evangelicals that were in the room that grew up Catholic, never heard about Jesus in their church, went to one evangelical church and you know, heard about the love of God, I was able to say, we failed. Like, on behalf of the church, I'm sorry that you didn't hear the gospel message proclaimed in your own church. There's real, there's real power to that, yeah, and yeah. and a beauty to that. So yeah, l- maybe lastly on the topic, we spent more time than I think we thought we were going to, but there have been. This is going to be a three hour. Podcast yeah, there have been me. just a number of occasions, not many, where I was in a plane, and in the my experience is funny because when I'm dressed as a clerk, as a priest. I can I can kind of watch the people coming down the aisle in the plane, and they're realizing, oh my gosh, they're going to sit next to the priest. <laughs> so there, there's there's two two examples. Like one person is either, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to do this, and they never even look at me. They never make eye contact. And yeah. the other is, oh my dreams have come true, right? <laughs> so they sit down, and I'm I just kind of buckle up for the next two hours of having a conversation. Yeah, but I do find interestingly that that there's every now and then I get surprised, but there's not a lot of middle ground. Is is when I'm not dressed as a priest, sometimes the engagement w- with a person who's not Catholic, yeah. um, not always, again, that's not a universal, is more authentic. It's just mm. kind of a conversation that can develop into a talk about faith or something like that. So always interesting, interesting. <laughs> it's a sign of contradiction. It is. It is. There you go. I like that. We yeah. should do a film on St. Francis about that. I was the supposed other to is, be in that film the other as St. Francis. That's right. We talked about I it. offered my services. Okay. Um, Somebody asked me if I was a ninja one time in my habit. I was at a in a <laughs> I was in a hotel actually. I remember it was in Sydney, Australia, and he goes, "Are you a ninja?" I said, "Well, yes, I am." So enough of that. Um, good weekend. Yeah, it was a great. Why weekend. Why didn't you go to the Hershey's and get free chocolate? 
So I was, uh, I took my son Joseph to a uh, soccer tournament in Hershey, Pennsylvania. He played very well, just me and my son. It was really fun. And I don't have a sense of smell or a sweet tooth. So why would I go to a chocolate place? Okay, on to the next topic. <laughs> it's like telling a blind person, have you been to the Louvre? Yeah, yeah maybe. No, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the door feels great. great. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Um, I just kind of dropped because I thought I'd mentioned it, but I went to an yeah, NBA. <laughs> this is massively huge. I was like, hey, we should talk about the uh, health, the Celtics heat. And you're like, oh, I went to a game. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I was in. This was just crazy. It was really funny, actually. I'm, I'm in Florida for some meetings down there in, last week. And I'm literally on the phone with my mom saying, you know, I'm just sitting on a couch. And I said, this is the rest of the night because I'm not doing anything. It was early in the evening. I'm yeah. just going to chill out. It's going to be so nice. And I get a text message from a friend who said, uh, hey, I just got tickets to the Heat Celtics playoff game tonight. Do you want to go? And I said, Mom, I got to talk to you later. <laughs> so we, we went. So, yeah, we ended up going to the to playoff game. The Heat wow. got smoked. Oh, is that the one that they just got buried? Well, they did just about every game, right? Whoever won, won by a lot. There was never... There, uh, the well, first, except the last two games. Okay, in the first, yes, you're the right. First, the first five games, there was only four cha- lead changes in the whole five games. Right. So, but it was it was great. I mean, a huge playoff atmosphere was a lot of fun. I bet it was yeah, fun. Yeah. The um, but the Celtics won, right? The Celtics won. So it's gonna be the Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it was a very close game. I think it was a hundred to ninety six at the end. And um, man, Jimmy Butler is trying to carry the, the so who, the heat, who, the heat need a third star. Yeah, who is the official? Who is they that hope rooting for in this series? Oh, you know what? I had somebody um, actually text me saying, "Please don't root for the Warriors because they like them." Okay, so, so we're there, rooting there for might, the Celtics. Well, I think I actually am just rooting for the Celtics. I have a lot of my mom and dad. Uh, met, you know, got married in Boston. I've got okay. a lot of northeastern. All right, connections. let's go Celtics. So, go and it's ahead, probably fair to do that because I don't think they're going to go ahead and buy I your. I don't think they're going to be Gold the, State the Warriors. fans. Go ahead and buy your shirts. Yes, yeah, exactly. Win it. I do love Steph Curry. He's awesome, uh, man. But the Golden State Warriors—they just got healthy. You know, Steph is amazing. Clay is back. Draymond Green's always a beast, and they've got a few other young guys who are shooting yeah, threes yeah. like crazy. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see anybody. Okay, go Celtics. Me. All right, two other real quick things. Um, I did a graduation. I spoke at a high school graduation, Aquinas Academy in Pittsburgh. Hmm. They had fifty, I think, fifty-eight graduates, which was really fun. Okay, uh, eight of them are going to come to Franciscan, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, that's uh, really I hope cool. They, yeah, I look forward to having them in the fall. And then I attended and celebrated a wedding of a friend of ours. On Sunday. Oh, the boy you. Yep, yep. John Boyu's oh, daughter, beautiful. Kate, and, and Grant, they got married, and it was really wonderful and beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Praise so God. So that's our weekend. Yay. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> A very timely academic conference will take place at Franciscan University. Of Steubenville, of Steubenville, July 8th through 10th. I'm getting a scooter. I just didn't want to forget that. Okay. The conference, The Virtues of Fatherhood and Motherhood, Unveiling the Meaning of Sexual Difference, is grounded in the catechesis of human love, that's kind of loud, espoused by St. John Paul II. An international lineup of theologians will approach the topic of sexual difference by examining the virtues proper to fatherhood and motherhood. You can attend the Virtues of Fatherhood and Motherhood Conference in person or online. For more information and to register, go to franciscan.edu slash truth dash of dash love. I'll repeat that for you. franciscan.edu slash truth dot dash 
of Start dash again. love. No, I did it right. Okay. Franciscan.edu slash truth dash of dash love. Okay, go back and listen. That's not how you did it. Franciscan.edu slash truth dash of dash love. That's great. Did I do it right? About time you did. Okay. Somebody, Franciscan University. Somebody uh, dropped me a text message and they said that they're really glad we're doing conferences like this. Like, we're going to get some heat from this because you're not supposed to say men and women are different. Everything is the same. And uh, But it's just such a, a timely topic. So I'm actually really excited that we're doing this conference. That's amazing. Do you know any of the uh, theologians that are speaking? I don't have a list there, but I, don't have I imagine list they're awesome. Uh, some of our people are doing it. So oh, that's it, great. It, so it'll yeah, be yeah. Good. yeah. We have All some right. amazing folks here. So, so Bob. We're, we're about to go to Maverick Top Gun. Yes, we are. You, Top, Gun not, Ma- Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun, Ma- Top Gun Maverick. Um, on a scale of one to 10, what do you expect it's going to be? Uh, nine. And this is why. What are you looking at me? That's a really, really good score. I think it is. I, this is why I have high expectations. Like a nine it. is. It's supposed to be. It, I expect to be amazed. Stupefied and amazed. Wow. So this is why. This is why I think. Okay. So this obviously was a movie that was supposed to come out around COVID and they have waited for a while to release it. Yeah. Now, what was interesting is during the COVID stuff, there was a bank of movies and I mean, studios know when they have a good movie and they know when they have a clunker movie. Everything that went to streaming immediately was the clunker movies that they just knew people were hungry for new content and we'll, we'll give them away. The exception is Disney because they have so many movies they make, they just have to get rid of them. But other smaller studios, and even though it's weird to think of like Paramount as a smaller studio, but they only come out with a couple movies a year. So the fact that they could have come out last May and didn't and are waiting for this May tells me that at least they think they've got a massive hit on their hands. And then uh, I actually saw like 10 minutes, like I was at some movie and they showed like a 10 minute preview of it and it looked really incredible. So They've gotten me excited about this movie, and I think it's going to be excellent. And I'll be disappointed if it's not. What are, what do you, how about you? Where would you put it on a rating of 1 to 10? Well, I mean, 9 is just... nine's pretty high. Yeah, pretty high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's also a rookie score. I mean, anyway, but that's fine. I'm going to put it... Are you it, saying I'm a rookie? Yeah. <laughs> at, at, <laughs> I know. At I evaluating know, movies? I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 7.8. Which is a very good score. No, it's a C minus actually in, in academic terms. Oh. Right. Or a C plus. Then it's not a great score. No, no actually, I th- actually, I, I think it's going to be good. The buzz is that it's really good. It's, it may be the largest opening weekend for any Tom Cruise movie. So that's pretty impressive. Um, I was listening to another podcast that I won't name. And they were talking about, was this a movie that we really needed? And they were talking to the movie critic from Washington, D.C., from The Post. And she loved it. Oh. She, yeah, she said it was just, she goes, it's, it's actually a really good script. It's nuanced. It's emotional. Huh. Uh, so I'm, I, I didn't expect all that. Yeah. 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 So I am, uh, those of you watching at home and those of you listening, listening um, I am wearing my Uncle Bob's uh, flight jacket, yep. which, is, which is kind of insane. So my, I was named after my uncle. Uh, my uncle did seven tours in Vietnam. He ended up being a captain in the Navy. He flew. That's uh, he was actually Top Gun uh, when he flew. He was invited at one point to be in the Blue Angels, but decided to be an admiral's aide instead yeah, yeah. and kind of take his career in a different thing. And um, all of these patches are actually centurion patches. And I'll 
all for the sake of those watching. What is a Centurion Pass? Well, that's 100 takeoffs and landings okay. off an aircraft carrier. And, I mean, he is, I mean, this is just covered. It's almost gaudy how many patches that it's, it's covered in with that. So these are the various tours that he did. This is actually one of my favorite heirlooms. I'm not going to wear this to the movie theater. I just wore it for because, the podcast. Because it's Monday. <laughs> because it's Monday. If it was opening night, it would be totally fine. But Monday is just a little bit yeah, trying too hard. I get it. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I think I shared the story um, in an earlier podcast. I remember seeing the first Top Gun when I was a teenager with my uncle in Washington, D.C. he just mocked it. <laughs> and he laughed the whole time because it was so unrealistic. But it is actually one of my favorite memories of my uncle. Yeah. So there's kind of a little, um, a little emotion going on. And actually, I, I realized this morning that this is the third year anniversary of my dad's passing. Okay, okay. So if I, if I start crying, it's not because... You're just Tom happy Cruise. to be with me. I'm, I, well, I'm always okay. happy to be with you, so that'll be Well, fun. that is another thing, is this is a couple of major things that are going on. Bob and I have gone lots of movies over the years, mm-hmm. um, and I think every movie we've stopped at... Um, Red Robin. Red Robin and got a burger, but we can't this time. No, we just don't have right, time. Right next door. We don't have time. So the, oh, the other thing is we're kinda, doing this... I was kind of hoping we'd do that. I told you we couldn't. That's why I put I it in the text I message. Bummed. Yeah, but so that we're actually recording this fairly early on Monday morning, and we're going to the earliest movie I've ever gone to. 10 a.m., baby. <laughs> I didn't even know they had movies at 10 a.m. So it's going to be Bob and I and no one no, else. No, that's not true. I bought, I reserved tickets for us, and the theater's fairly full. You're kidding. I'm not me. kidding. That's dude. ridiculous. I actually what had losers? to fight to get. <laughs> Let's go mock them. Yeah, what right. idiots would be what in a movie at 10 a.m.? This is our job. That's I mean, right. this is that's why right. we're here, but for crying out loud. so Okay, we're expecting it, um, we're expecting it to be good. Uh, okay, what, what do you think? That there's going to be more humor or more kind of emotions, rawness, sadness? What do you think this is going to pull? Oh, I don't think it's going to be too humorous. Okay. I think this is a... This is going to be a, a drama. Someone's going to okay. die. So okay. well, let's talk about that. Okay. Will Maverick die? No, don't be ridiculous. Maverick's not going to die. They won't. They can't have a third movie if he does. Do you How think, does Goose come into play? Well, because um, I saw this in the trailer. Okay, the, uh, Goose's kid is oh, of one of the is one of the pilots. Of course. I hope, what about I Iceman? Hope, I hope he dies. What about Iceman? Well, again, I only saw this in the trailer. I guess Iceman is the admiral. Oh that, no! That suggested that Tom be the teacher, but I don't think we see him. They just flash to a picture because he's Kilmer. not well, right? Val Kilmer's no, not know, well. He's not going to be in the movie. Okay. No, there's just going to be. You're just going to see a picture on the wall of him, and I bet okay. there's going to be some poignant moment when Tom Cruise is walking down the hall and he'll stare at the picture, and maybe there'll even be like a little bubble in his head of like playing volleyball. Okay. What about a love like interest? That. Yeah, there's always a love interest, and you is, know, which is, is Tom, creepy. Did Tom eventually get married? Tom Cruise is Maverick. I, not I think Maverick. Tom I mean, Cruise Tom's very married. Is like 78 years old. Okay. And okay. he's probably going to be kissing like a. 18-year-old. I know. That's the thing that bothers me. It's going to be some ridiculous, like, love interest. You know, Tom Cruise, I have a, I mean, we all know he's a little bit crazy. He's into Scientology. There's just some movies I can't watch him in. Yeah. But then movies that he did when he was younger, like the Mission Impossible series, I can forget he's Tom Cruise. I think I can forget he's Tom Cruise in this one. Well, and that's what the the woman from Washington Post was saying, is that Tom Cruise has kind of come to understand what his own is. Okay, here was a question that they had, though, is... Are there any, they were talking about that whole thing with Heard, what's her name? The act, Amber Heard. Um, Amber Heard. And, and Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp, right. Okay. So they were talking about that as well. But Which I know nothing about. Is there so. any, who would you consider, and, and we're, I guess, old enough to, when we say the word movie star, you know, the, yeah. the lights and all that. Who's the movie star today? Is Tom Cruise a movie star? 
I mean, in, 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 again, this is days of old. Obviously, sure. it's in movies. Sure, sure, sure. There was the, you know, Clark Gable and right, and all those that were just kind of and Tom Hanks in his own time. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah, so right. yeah, yeah, I suppose. Oh, he like one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, yeah. there was a time where every movie seemed to Tom be starring Hanks. Tom that's Hanks. Right, that's right. And yeah. Meg Ryan. Remember they had that Poor whole thing Meg. going on. What happened to Meg? She got married to John Kruger Mellencamp. And things went downhill. Yeah, though I love his music. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. Yeah, anyway, I think that's the the low end of his spectrum. Okay, okay. but oh, paper take, and fire. Take oh. me there. Oh, right. so good. All right, so we're going to go to the movie. We're going to So we stop. didn't have an answer. Is there a movie star? Like what? We're, we're in a f- bankable we're, movie we're, stars we're today. Gonna, I would say. Talk um, about that. And, uh, I'd have to think about it. Channing Tatum. The fact that I'm not even, can't even think of a movie that he was in, I don't think says that. I mean, the, the everybody knows that on the red carpet, every, I mean. Yeah, Will, I, I, Will Smith. Yes. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> All right, we're off to the movies. All right. And uh, we will be back. This isn't the end of the podcast. It's just a little bumper. Yeah, we're going to go to the movie and come back and talk about it. Exactly. So here we go to a 10 a.m. movie. <laughs> Giddy up. They have beer there. I'm not drinking beer at 10 a.m. No, of course I wouldn't either. That's a horrible idea. We'll be right back. All right, here we are at Cinemark in Robinson Township. It's we 10. Are. It's almost 10 a.m. Almost 10 a.m. And we're going to go watch movie. Top Gun Maverick. Here we go. Woo! Well, that was interesting. That was awesome. It was good. You weren't super thrilled. It was it was good. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. It was really good. It was it was it was probably not as good as you thought it was gonna be, and it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, somewhere in the middle. Well, yeah. I actually I feel like for what it was, it was spectacular in terms of being a sequel to Top Gun. Yeah. You know, I we were talking in the car. This is the kind of movie I think that is awesome thirty years later. But it wouldn't have been awesome five years later. Okay, some of the things, that's true. And, and I, I recognize that. It was interesting. This is actually the first movie Bob and I have been to. For <laughs> you are so full of it. <laughs> no, no. All right. We've had this conversation. Every time I go to a movie with him since COVID, he's like, is this the first time? And I'm like, no, it's not. This is like our third movie. Okay, can I just say a couple of things? Happened. First off, the movie was supposed to start at 10, 10, 26. Oh, it's always 25 minutes. 26 minutes yeah. of previews. You know, sometimes when I get tickets to that theater, I just don't show up. Yeah, until... I didn't I didn't realize that. I mean, yeah. we had plenty of time. I was wondering if we're going to be on time. Um, and, and just a moment on the previews. Okay. The, the new Thor movie looks pretty good. I think so. Yep, and then the he, Chris Hem. You asked who's a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's Chris a star. Hemsworth yeah, is yeah, a star, yeah. and then the Brad new, Pitt is a star, and he's doing that it bullet train. It bullet looks kind of weird, but it could be cool. Yeah, yeah, and the new Jurassic Park movie coming. Chris Pratt is a star. So there's more to come from us in movies now that there are movies coming out. Yeah, but those okay. are all examples of modern day movie stars. Chris but, Pratt, if he's in a movie, yeah, yeah, it's that's a big true. movie. That's true. So it was uh, Top Gun Maverick was Maverick. Basically, exactly like the last one. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was unbelievable. It how, unbelievably how awesome. Like even the soundtrack was like made of a Casio tone keyboard. With like a soaring electric guitar, I just found yeah, that to be I was, beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, slight differences on the beach. Instead of volleyball, they were playing football. But yeah, yeah, it was good. And but you, it, but it wasn't exactly in the same way. Of I, I thought there was some really good character development. Yep, I like what they did with Tom Cruise's character. And there will be this will be no spoilers. This will be no spoilers unless you've seen a trailer. So I'm going to, because in the trailer, yeah. they make it clear that part of the drama of it is that one of the pilots is Goose's son. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's some backstory there. And Which some, was good. And Which I thought good. that was really, really cool. And Val Kilmer did make a uh, little cameo in the movie. Okay, I thought we just said we weren't going to spoil anything that wasn't. You just totally <laughs> oh, spoiled that. Really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 Whoops. <laughs> That's the only thing we'll give away. He's actually physically in the movie. But didn't you see that in a trailer? No, you just saw a picture of him on the wall. I was actually saying we wouldn't see him, and then it was really nice to see him. It was a brief but touching scene. Joking, haha. <laughs> <not> maybe, really <laughs> <in it. laughs> maybe, you know. I'm not good at this very, no, no spoilers. Here. Yeah, exactly. Right, so why don't we move on to something else, or, or I'm going to spoil the whole thing. No, actually, one of the things I thought was amazing, and, and I, I really like, one of my goals is to go in one of those planes, one of those. One of oh, really? Yeah. The flying was, the scenes... The cinematography Outstanding. was phenomenal. And apparently a lot of it was real. Yeah, yeah. no. You so know? that that part was really, really good. Awkward thing at the beginning, Tom Cruise just on a chair saying, hi, thanks for coming to the movie. That was a little weird. <laughs> I thought that was nice. This happens from time to time in movies. You have like the director or the star will just be like, we're really glad you're at the movie theater, which I think is kind of sweet. It was interesting though, because even in the, in the previews, it's everybody's telling us now, only in the theaters. Only right. in the theaters. You need to see this in the theaters. Right. So there's, which is, I mean, I, again, this is the first movie I've seen in two years. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, the first movie we've seen together in five years. Yeah, that's right. Have least. we ever got a movie before? I don't think so. This may be we our first time saying, ever. We're, we're both saying it was interesting walking out of the movie and it's bright, bright sunlight. There's eighty. Yeah. It's eighty degrees. Yeah. Bright sunlight. It's it's noon. Yeah. And we have the whole day ahead of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm cooking, though. Today is we're recording this on Memorial Day, so I'm cooking for the fryers. So we're going to have barbecue and baked beans and nice. potato salad and coleslaw and all that kind of stuff. So as soon as we're done here, that's where I'm going to go. Finish, nice. finish cooking for that. I'm going to take a nap. That's a good choice. Huh? Maybe I'll get that later. <laughs> I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. but All right, so I enjoyed very much enjoyed the movie, going to the movie with We'd you. recommend it. it we it would recommend Thumbs up? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumb, Two thumbs, thumbs up. up. And even thumbs like up. it had a very tame relationship yeah, thing yeah, yeah, without yeah. showing much of anything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I missed that. I wanted to hear Take My Breath Away at some Take point. Take My Breath Away. And they, wait, you just, dun, you dun, just dun, ruined dun, the movie. Dun, dun, dun. Is, if that's not a spoiler, what was a spoiler? There's no reason to see this movie now. If that wasn't, except to said not no hear spoilers. Take Danger Zone is in it though. Yeah. Well, there goes the danger. There's. I mean, why even go now? Now you so know the whole just, movie. Just told them and they all die in the, the end. Whole movie. Okay. Well, and, other than that, we get eaten by thing. dinosaurs. Oh, that would be so awesome. The universe is what's that called? Multi-universe. That's came right. Together with Jurassic Park. Oh, that'd be and, great. And just they, when you think they're being saved, they a huge T-Rex. Well, thank them. you, Bob, for joining me with the movie. It was nice this thank morning. Thank you, Father David. But we're going to actually end on a serious note. Yes. Not that this hasn't been tremendously serious. The Killings of the kids in Texas. In Uvalde. In, in Texas happened actually after we recorded last week. And we don't have a lot to say other than, you know, I can't imagine being a family member of that. And I was going to say myself and the friars, I'm sure everywhere around Everybody's, the country has just been praying for praying. them. And yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what it would be like. Um, and every parent that yeah, hears yeah, that yeah, yeah. just thinks, you know, it could be any, you feel like it could be, I mean, like as a, as a dad, I'm thinking, what would it be like if I got no, a phone I can't, call? I can't imagine. You I know, can't to, imagine. To so, a, so to, yeah, to have that happen. We, we said that we don't have a lot to say about it other than it's tragic. Um, offer prayers for the families, yes. everybody involved. So, Lord, have mercy and just be close to them. Yeah. Why don't we close with that prayer? Amen. You got it? Yeah. I think I had last week. Yeah. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us. And we ask in a special way 
uh, for all those who are grieving in the tragedy in Uvalde and all the ramifications that that has. Uh, Lord, we pray for uh, those who struggle with mental illness, uh, that we would be able to support such people and help them before they come to such tragic means Mm -hmm. and tragic ends. We pray for all the families who have lost children, all the teachers, those who heroically gave their lives and trying to protect others. And then just all all the mess of it, Lord, all the confusion and the questions about what should have been done and what could have been done. Uh, Lord, we just pray that you would be present and glorified in that situation. We pray for our country, uh, which is already so divided and so broken and would even use tragedies like this as another way to divide us. As we celebrate this day, this Memorial Day, as we're recording the podcast, uh, we think of all of those men and women who have gone before us. I think of my uncle. We can all think of those uh, who served time in the military or even gave their lives in the military. And they did it so that we would be one nation under God. And so, Lord Jesus, we ask that through the power of your Holy Spirit, that what they died for may become true, that this country would be one nation under God, that you would help us to love each other, to care for each other, to to find ways to be, you know, disagree with each other in a way that wouldn't, uh, you know, dehumanize us, but uh, be charitable and that you would draw us together in your family. As we prepare for the great feast of Pentecost, Mm. Holy Spirit, you took all the different languages and you made it one language in you. So may we speak the same language of love. May the blessing of Almighty God be upon all of us, and the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thanks, Bob. Hey, amen. Thank you, Father Dave. Live recording next on Saturday. Yeah, so it'll be out next Wednesday. We'll do another petition. Heather Kim will be joining us. Can't wait. Power and Purpose Conference. Really story, exciting things to come story ahead. Story about Heather's wedding coming Ooh. at you. Looking forward to it. A little it. bit of a trailer teaser there. <laughs> I feel a need for speed. There you go.